Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, you beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining me on James in the AM, brought to you by Sky High Rock Bottom. I am happy to have you join me this time because today is going to be a fun one. We're talking about fitness, my health journey, and just kind of how I feel. This last week has been a little weird one, uh, kind of a little bit of a COVID scare, spoilers. Uh, and yeah, so I hope you enjoy this one. If you do, share it with your family and friends. Uh, and if you want to receive notifications on when I'm posting my, the next episode or what the next episode is going to be about, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram and subscribe to get a notification when I post. Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this one and thank you. Yeah, so I'm sitting here in my chair at my desk. Let me give you an image. I'm holding my water bottle. I'm sitting in front of my microphone and I'm watching a beautiful, beautiful sunset. Why is that interesting? Why am I telling you this? Because it's been storming for the last few days here in NorCal, in Sacramento, winds of like 60 miles per hour fences down, okay? No one there to help them. If you're triaging them, they're red tagged. It means they're going to die. They're, they have no use until my brother fixes it, you know, and then they're back to normal thriving. But um, yeah, and I'm watching this beautiful sunset right now. The clouds are moving super fast. As I said, storming. So winds are still a little high, um, but it's beautiful. It's so beautiful, guys. I wish you could see it. Um, and unfortunately, you can't, but I'm just finished a muffin, a quarter of a Costco muffin. Hope you've had Costco muffins. They're amazing. This one was a blueberry muffin and I drank some milk with it. Interestingly though, I can't taste the milk and I can only slightly taste the muffin just because I was sick this last week with a sinus infection. And with a sinus infection, there are some symptoms that are very close to what we call COVID right now during the pandemic. So, of course, I went and got tested, as you all should, when you feel symptoms of a sickness uh, so that you can protect the loved ones around you. And I was negative twice. So there was like I cut out any expectations of a false negative just to be clear, not be paranoid. But yeah, COVID free. But I did lose my sense of taste for a while. My sense of smell is still not back. But my sense of taste is slowly coming back. I could kind of taste the muffin. I could not taste the milk at all. It still tastes like water, but it, it just feels better drinking the milk after a muffin instead of water. Cause I was considering it, you know, I was like, I can't taste the milk. So there's no reason for the extra calories. Let's just go with water with the muffin. And then I did that last time I ate a quarter of a muffin earlier today <laughs> and it just didn't feel right. I was just like this, for some reason, the consistency of the water plus the muffin, it didn't, there was you know, the chemical reactions between the two didn't, weren't the same, basically, is what I'm saying. So I poured some milk, even though it tastes exactly the same to me right now as water, and it felt so much better. That muffin tasted so much better. You know, the little bit of the muffin I could taste just tasted so much better. Uh, but hopefully that comes back soon, you know, my taste buds. I got scared for a little bit. I was like, what if they never come back, you know, because I've never had it this bad. Um, and I got scared. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I love food. As you guys heard, I really enjoy sweets. Maybe that'll cut off my sugar addiction. Oh my goodness. 
maybe if my taste buds never return, my addiction to sugar will be healed. I know, well, you know, I don't know if I'll take that sacrifice because I love food in general, right? So that sweetness addiction doesn't just come from sugar. It comes from the fact that I love food. So I don't know if I want to do that to myself. Yeah, food is just so good. It's so good. Life without food is something else. God created freaking chicken parm, mac and cheese, chicken sandwiches, whether it's a McChicken, Popeye's chicken sandwich. It doesn't matter. Either Both are delicious. Okay, one's cheaper than the other, but both are great. Is one better? Of course. Sorry, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, but food, right? God didn't create food to not be enjoyed. Of course he made it to be enjoyed. He wouldn't freaking give us taste buds if food wasn't to be enjoyed. We have lots of taste buds. Let me look this up. I don't know the statistic. How many taste buds? 10,000 taste buds. And you're telling me food's not to be enjoyed? No one's telling me that, but you know what I mean? I, one, of you, one of you listening is just like, yeah, well, food is just to fuel you. B.S. Food is to be enjoyed, cherished, cooked, heated up, whether it was frozen or just cold, or you left it in your car so it's not 100% cold, so you're like, should I eat that or not? You know, it was 39 degrees outside yesterday. That's kind of like my fridge. So I could, I know, just microwave and it'll be fine. Microwave kills a bunch of bacteria. So, you know, the food I left in my car should be fine. Then you're sitting on the toilet later in the day thinking it was 100% those noodles from wherever that I left in the car. So, (sighs) yeah, food is to be enjoyed. So I got kind of scared. You know, my taste buds are not really there. Just kind of tasting things. You know, I I don't like fish. Okay, let me detail that. I don't like cooked fish, like really strong smelling cooked fish. Okay, I could eat sushi, no problem. I could eat sushi, no problem. I like sushi. Unless it has like strong fish flakes on there because that's cooked fish, fried fish. Uh Uh-uh, put it away. I love shellfish. I can eat shrimp, but I can't eat lobster. Can I eat crab? Yes. Can I eat lobster? No. Tell me. Someone please message me and tell me why. But, you know, I was thinking because my taste buds are kind of gone. Like, I guess I only have 5,000 working right now since we have 10,000, if I could guess. I could maybe eat fish. But then I'm like, and I'll trick my brain into thinking this is good while I can't taste it. So that when I do get all 10,000 of my taste buds back, I'm like, oh, this is so good. This is so good. But I don't know. Do I want to do that to myself? Am I a traitor to who I know I really am? My girlfriend would appreciate it if I did that. Because my girlfriend and her family eat a lot of fish. My mom would appreciate it. She eats a lot of fish. My daddy eats a lot of fish. She cooks it all the time. And I'm heated. I'm in my bedroom. I'm laying in my bed, scrolling through Insta. As we know, I'm addicted, right? So I'm scrolling through Insta. And then, you know, I left my door a little open. And what do I smell? It's a trail of cooked fish. Can I get mad? No, this is her home. She enjoys fish. Who am I to be like, don't be cooking fish in this household of yours? No. But does that mean I enjoy the smell? Absolutely not. 
So yeah, they, they'd enjoy it. You know, if I ate fish and tricked my brain into thinking it was fire, when I honestly don't think cooked fish is that fire. No, so, but, but wait, fried fish smells good. Not the actual fish, but the oil <laughs> that's fried, it smells fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this podcast was going to be about fitness, and I started it off with my love for food. That's kind of exciting for you guys. But um, yeah. Oh, so fitness. So when I was like, okay, I first off, I just want to say I hope you guys enjoyed that update with my health, feeling a little sick. Luckily, not COVID, but still a lot of symptoms of COVID. So it's kind of weird, but pretty sure two negative tests is pretty freaking clear. Uh, who knows? Okay. Still trying to stay safe, staying away from my family, staying away from my girlfriend's family, trying to be very nice and, you know, not spread anything that I have, whatever it is. I want everyone else to keep 10,000 of their taste buds. Yeah. Uh, so fitness. When I was like a child, I was very chubby. I might post the photo just for fun to show you guys the chubsters. But like I was chubby and short. But I think the chubbiness just came from my shortness. So like if I wasn't short, obviously I wouldn't be chubby. But that's that's a lot for a lot of people. You know, the shorter you are, the easier it is to, for your freaking pounds to look like chunky, squishy things. A.K.A. fat. But as I grew, I grew through. I had a fat like growth spurt from like freshman year to sophomore year. I think that summer. I grew from like 4'11". Freshman year, I was 4'11", like a solid 4'11", maybe 4'10", earlier. Maybe I like grew an inch freshman year. And then from freshman year to like sophomore year, I grew a solid like six inches. I was like 5'5", five, five. okay? When I grew that those inches, I 100% skinnied out. So sophomore year, I was skin skirts. I was skinny, skinny legend, as my girlfriend likes to call me. Um, but you know, I thought that looked really good. You know, I was like, okay, I'm not chubby anymore. People can only make me fun of me for my shortness at five, five. They can't make fun of me for being chubby anymore. So I was like, this is freaking sick. And I thought it looked fire. So, you know, backwards cap, trying to look cool. One strap in the backpack. None of this is cool, by the way. It's just all in your head. It's all in your head. But, uh, yeah, so I started to do gym things. Sophomore year, I started to go to the gym thinking, you know, maybe I could put on some muscle. I was super skinny, but, like, I finally had a six-pack. So I was like, you know, I'm ripped. So I sh I'm like, I belong in the gym. I apologize if this is cringe for you guys. It's cringe for me, okay? But I was like, I belong in the gym. Still super skinny, but for some reason, confidence through the roof. And my girl's best friend, Isabel, she loves to say that my confidence came from the fact that I was super short. So I made up for my shortness through my confidence, you know, and I completely actually really, I think that's true. I agree with that because if I wasn't confident, then I'd be taken advantage of. And sophomore year to senior year of high school, opportunities came my way and I snatched them up because I was confident shortness didn't get to me 
people. So uh, around that time, I started to go to the gym, right? Like I said, and I was putting on muscle. You know, I was going to Team Fit in, 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 in this program that I started in middle school that I was, you know, learning all the basics of fitness, why fitness matters, what's important about it, why eating healthy matters, how you should eat healthy, all these little things that my PE teacher taught me uh, that stick with me to, to this day. And so sophomore, go to the gym, putting on muscle, taking those things I learned in middle school, using them in high school, which, you know, props to my PE teacher, because like, if you could take something from middle school and use it in high school, come on now. That is, that's goals as a teacher. So I'm using those things and I start to drink protein shakes. You know, I'm not as skinny anymore come junior year. Am I still skinny? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like super skinny. Uh, you know, I'm saying this and this might trigger you. This is like for other podcasts, they might be like trigger warning for people who don't like, you know, people talking bad about their skinniness. So I know if this isn't comfortable for you, head out, listen to my next podcast. I apologize. But this is just my journey that I'm sharing about. And uh, I was super skinny, but I didn't really think so at the time. I was just putting on muscle. And then I started drinking protein, putting on a little bit more weight, going from like 120 sophomore year to like 130 junior year, like junior year 130 to maybe like 135 (laughs) senior year. And senior year, I was like weighing between 135 and 140, putting on some muscle at the gym, bringing up my weight, like maxes and like, you know personal records and stuff prs in the gym then i took a fat break after senior year uh when college started i just ate i just ate a buttload with uh you know with freshman year starting i was super stressed out trying to figure out college figuring out what my major what i wanted to major in what classes i was taking i took just a bunch of hard classes right out the gate because that's what they're like do this it'll get you ahead didn't help me not that kind of learner Realize I can't take too many classes at once or I just because I like to do way more, way more things in life than just school. So if I want to prioritize school, you know, then I can't do the other things I want to do. So I can't take as many classes. So, you know, that part of that stressed me out that first semester. And I think that first semester I gained a solid like 40 pounds going from like 130 to like 170 or like 125 to 165 ish. Um, did it did not look good. You know, but I didn't really realize because I was so in it. I was starting to learn how to day trade. I was starting to learn how to do a bunch of things. I was still working full time. Um, I was going to school. All that didn't really, you know, blend together. So I didn't, I wasn't working out at all. And then, uh, and then I kind of took a photo of myself and like, I looked at it and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm back to Chubster's. No one around me realized it. Like, no one around me realized that. I guess it was a busy season. But, like, no one told me, hey, James, you're looking a little chubby again. No one. I'm not going to take it as bad friends and bad family. But I will say that I wish someone had told me to hit the gym a little more. But after taking that photo, you know, I started getting back into the gym. There was this little gym at the apartment complex I was living at it was a good gym no one was ever in there it was kind of like my own personal gym sometimes it felt that way and going to that gym I was not consistent maybe once a week a little less than that once every few weeks um and I didn't like it 
because I just didn't feel super comfortable there. But at least I was, you know, starting to get back into it. And I started churning some of that fat that I gained 100% from Daniela's cookies. I think I, I like mainly put it on her cookies. It wasn't her fault. You know, she's just baking. She's like building her business her senior year, her Rushy's bakery business. And I'm just testing, you know, all the cookies. This is fire. This is good. All her cookies are really good. And just a quick shameless plug, because we're talking about my girl's home bakery, she is selling Valentine's Day treat boxes. They're large boxes with a variety of cookies and a mini Martinelli cider for $25 or Stella Rosa for $30. All orders placed before February are $5 off. You can get yours now for that special person in your life, whether it is a boyfriend, girlfriend, or bestie, and all COVID precautions are a priority. So if you're looking to buy something for your girl or your boy or your bestie or your parents, go ahead and look for Daniela's Rushy's Bakery Valentine's Day Treat Boxes. You can find them at her Instagram, daniela.l.m and you can contact her direct message her and let her know you want one that's d-a-n-i-e-l-l-a dot l dot m on instagram to get yours now you know like and she was like oh you're not good at telling me if they're good or not because you just like everything i think she's right okay i think i've gotten better at tasting what's good and what's not based on texture based on taste based on price Okay, because if a cookie's like 10 bucks, that cookie's disgusting because you just spent 10 bucks eating that cookie, right? But if a cookie's like $3, tastes in like five or six, now that's a cookie. Sorry, sidetracked again, moving on. But yeah, so after, you know, taking down some of that weight, making it muscle, I think I started looking a little better. I felt a little better about myself, back into the gym, and then I moved back home after that year. Because uh, I realized I was wasting my money on rent. and But it was a good experience. I don't regret it. But for another episode. And I started hitting the gym pretty consistently again here at CalFit in uh, Natomas near where I live. And I was hitting it pretty consistently. And uh, then COVID hit. And it was no longer consistent. And I was trying to do some home workouts, but it didn't happen. Then the outdoor gym at CalFit opened, and I'm back in it, guys. I'm back in it. Consistency. At least two times a week. <laughs> but max, like, five times a week. I did it once a couple weeks ago, or like a month ago. But that's my goal, right? That My goal is to be going to the gym five to seven times a week. And, you know, on a regimen. On, like, a, like a straight-up, full-on uh, plan. And this is currently the plan that I have. I'm just going to my notes on my phone. The plan is Monday, chest and shoulders. Tuesdays, back and biceps. Wednesdays, legs and triceps. Thursdays, chest and shoulders. Fridays, back and biceps. Saturdays and Sundays, you know, I could do at home or I could go to the gym. I just don't know if I want to go on the weekends kind of for rest days. But I think I'm just being super lazy by saying they're rest days. But, you know, we'll see. I think the rest days are good. Saturday, legs and triceps. Sunday, abs and cardio. I think Sunday, I don't need to go to gym for abs and cardio. I could stay home, go on a run in the morning and do abs at home. But Saturday, legs and triceps. So that's the goal. I hope I can come back to you guys and say like, hey guys, I'm hitting my goal. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when I was in middle school learning all these things for fitness, 
the, one of the biggest things that motivated me for whatever reason was having a six pack. And I think it's because I watched a lot of movies as we talked about in my second episode about, you know, valuing movie, movie theaters. I went to movie theaters constantly. So middle school, beginning of high school, I was seeing all these hunky men just six packed up with biceps and chests galore. And, you know, I'm just like, I don't look like that. But that's like, I'm a child. Why am I thinking like that? That's kind of the problem. You know, like we watch all these movies and TV shows. Now we have social media like Insano. All you see is like these ripped men and women. And you're thinking that's what I should look like. Or like you're watching these 25-year-olds play 16-year-olds in high school movies. Straight up facts, guys. If you guys don't know this, if you guys do not know this yet, those high school movies that you're watching or you watched when you were a kid, middle, middle-aged 20 to, you know, sometimes even 29, 30-year-olds were playing those teenagers. So you're seeing like these grown men and women with these big muscles, you know, upper chests, abs, biceps, or just really great looking bodies, you know, women and men. And you're just like, why do I look like that? I should look like that. And you know, you have false motivation, but whatever, if it was false or if it was bad for my psyche and how I see my body, body dysmorphia, whatever, you know, it worked for me at least. And it didn't, it didn't take away too much from me mentally. For some people, it does. And I think for a little bit, it did. Uh, but at least it worked for me. And now I'm, you know, I think I feel much better about my body and I'm able to work on it. And if it's not looking that good, I don't get too bad on myself about it. I just know I need to hit the gym, eat healthier. And like now, I just go to the gym simply knowing that if I'm able to build muscle take care of my heart, then I will have a better life here on earth doing whatever it is, serving God, going to work, taking care of my family, playing with my family, having a good time with my, you know, my, the people around me. So if I'm hitting the gym and I'm keeping myself healthy, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm protecting myself from having a harder life, basically. And if I'm eating healthy, then the same exact thing, right? I'm taking care of myself. I'm keeping my immune system together. I can stay away from sicknesses like the one I felt earlier this week, you know? But because I'm not taking care of my body as well, uh, diet-wise, I know for a fact that's why I got sick. I was not eating too healthy. I would just eat what's around me. Would I kind of try to stay away from eating too much uh, bad stuff? Of course, but I was still eating the sweets that I wanted, I was eating fried stuff. I wasn't eating as much veggies and fruits. And then, you know, I kind of let go of my body beginning of 2021. And here I am, you know, Um, now I was taking care of myself in 2020, luckily. So now I need to, you know, pick it back up. And now that I'm being more consistent at the gym, I feel better about that. I feel more motivated to eat healthier and such. So, you know, whatever your journey is based on like, you know, I shared my fitness journey, like where I, how I got to where I got how I'm feeling, how I feel mentally about my body, why I'm working out, why I eat healthy. All of that is person to person, but you know, just make sure it's for the right reason because if it's simply to look good, if it's simply to, you know, just impress the people around you, then when you stop getting compliments, when people stop being impressed, then you're going to stop being motivated. So hopefully my you know, me sharing what it is that I work out for my journey into it 
kind of helps you understand that like it doesn't have to be like everyone else's first off mine was obviously much different than probably anything you've heard of so you know the most important thing is just to start there's no such thing as just out of nowhere becoming motivated to do what you want to do right to becoming healthier to becoming more fit you are motivated based on the first step you take one step motivation's there but before you take that first step nothing's gonna just kick you in the butt you need to take one step Turn on that home video, go to the gym, take a step outside, put on running shoes or your vans. You can run in vans. If, you know, I don't know if it'll be comfortable, but, you know, just start running and then you'll be more likely to become more consistent, building a habit to work out more, to eat healthy, because then you'll most likely feel better about doing all that, you know? So just start. And I know it's easy to say and listen to versus actually doing so. I totally get it, but I hope you can do something to improve your lives, be more fit, be more healthy. And I'm also do, trying to do that on my own. I'm not perfect. I don't work out super consistently and as much as I'd like to. I don't eat as healthy as I want to, obviously, as I've shared. Uh, but I'm on this journey of mine, and I hope you can join me improving your lives in this part of your life, right? In fitness, in health, and just, you know, make our lives better for our future, for our families. Uh, for our future families and just uh, do something about it. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you guys can join me on the next one. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, send it to your family and friends, share this. And if you want to receive updates on what I'm posting, follow me on Instagram or subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And I hope you guys can join me on the next one. Like I said, if you ever have any recommendations, or you want to uh, let me know how I'm doing, what you guys like, what you don't like, comment on my post, direct message me on Instagram, let me know, and I appreciate you guys. Uh, have a wonderful week. Love you guys. Bye.